starting. Well, hello there. This is John Reed with a special weekend SAP cloud taping. Uh, in fact, I didn't even shave today to honor the weekend. Uh, Dick, how's it going uh, for you, man? Yeah, it's going good. I mean, here in Salzburg, it's a Saturday night. Very cold, but there's no snow. But, except uh, you, uh, except you took away your your kids' iPads so we could add bandwidth. So I hope you don't. Yes, exactly. Hope you don't. Hope you don't bring misery down on yourself for that decision. Just tonight. So, so uh, they'll forget it tomorrow. They'll forget it. Yeah. So we have Dick Hirsch with us, and Dick, I consider Dick the the preeminent blogger on on the SAP Cloud. Uh, Dick, I think you've earned that title through uh, through much. Uh, what do you call it? Trials uh, and tribulations of yeah. the SAP cloud landshaft. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the one, the landscape over the last like three or four years, trying to understand what's what's going on, moving from the old Hana app cloud to HCP to Neo. Um, I mean, these are various terms which have meaning for the people who have been following SAP cloud activities, and I mean, it's been an, an interesting journey. I mean, we're not at the end yet, but we're definitely, it's definitely never boring. Nope, and there's times where you actually get a little ahead of SAP in some of your posts and see if they catch up or if they go in a different direction. So what we're going to do today, which I think our viewers slash listeners will enjoy, uh, this is, we're going to tape two videos. The shorter one is for those of you that really want to get a handle on SAP Cloud in a short amount of time and go on about your day. I'm not sure that's possible. We're going to try to do that. And then uh, for those of you who really want to understand the nitty-gritty of how Dick goes about his investigations, we're really going to look at how his views of SAP Cloud have evolved since the tech edge shows that he's attended this fall in uh, Vegas and Berlin, and we're going to really get into some of the reader questions around that and see what we have at the end. So that's why we have hashing the SAP Cloud here. Sorry the H is cut off, but I think you get the idea. <laughs> Yep. So uh, so this first video is really more making sense of the SAP cloud with, with Dick Hirsch here. So let's let, let's start there, Dick. Um, if if you're trying to understand, you, you have some cloud background maybe, and you're trying to understand yeah. SAP cloud, there's a lot of moving parts. What would you right. recommend? What would you recommend as kind of a framework for understanding SAP cloud if if you can't track all the nitty gritty all the time? Well, I mean, I think what's important is that you distinguish between their cloud portfolio and the underlying architecture. I mean, I think that was always sort of confusing for me. And I think, I mean, if you take a look at the portfolio, you basically have the three elements. Okay, you have the managed cloud stuff, then you have the platform which is the HANA Cloud Platform, and you have the um, SaaS applications. Okay, and if you look at these three areas, I think you have more or less cover all the the um, products that they have. And you have things like the managed cloud, that's the HANA Enterprise Cloud, as I said, the one platform, or the, the platform as a service, that's the HANA Cloud Platform, and the public paths are things such as SuccessFactors, Ariba, um, and other cloud applications that they have, and I think Concur will probably go in there as well. Right, which just closed yesterday, so we are we are actually in the news cycle for once, Dick. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so with with these SaaS pieces, uh, yeah. is is it is it more accurate to think of them as kind of separate, uh, uh, separately run, and kind of look at them in terms of like HCM or Ariba in terms of business networks, or is it? more helpful to start thinking of it in terms of how they might converge? 
Well, I mean, that's, that's the, I mean, we always have to remember, I mean, right now, okay, let's look at the portfolio, okay? And then these things might converge, but that, I think that's, that's where we're getting ahead of ourselves, okay? Because then right. you get in things with like S innovations and the impact of S innovations on the existing SaaS applications. Um, and I think that's too far ahead. I mean, I think right now it's still very useful to look at the SaaS applications as independent entities. Of course, there's integration between them and be between other components, but they're still just um, primarily or historically, and also because of the buying patterns, you should look at them different um, separately. Right. And and can we so we so we kind of put off converging these these large applications for a while. But right. can we start? Can we start to think about the Hana Cloud Platform as the way that someone might potentially extend those applications? Right. I know that's happening right. in success factors. Would that be kind of a baby step that is fair to to say is happening right now? Well, I mean, that's the one thing that if we look in terms of the function of the platform, the 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 function's always been to first of all to extend. Okay, and extend. You can talk about extending. Basically anything you could extend, right. for example, success factors um, via the extensions. You could perhaps do Ariba. Um, you could also, I think that's the goal for um, for Hybris. There's also Hybris extensions that are planned, but also you could think of, for example, on-premise extensions. If you have an on-premise environment, you could do extensions that are cloud-based, or if you have applications. If you have like a business suite on HANA running in the HANA Enterprise Cloud, you could also have extensions running on the HCP environment. So it's basically it's um it's a, a, a platform for extending all these entities. The second function is of course uh, creating new applications. Okay, and that is um, what they're looking at in terms of the IoT stuff, in terms of these other exciting areas. Right. So, so right now, it's fair to say that that in terms of customer use of the platform, that that the beginnings of extending on the Hana Cloud platform are starting to happen. We're starting to see a few applications and use cases. Success Factors has gone the extra mile with some of the extensions they built. Uh, so that's that's beginning now, right? Right. Well, you saw that in Vegas. I mean, yeah. the one. Um, Enterprise Jungle demo that was an extension based on HCP for success factors, and I think that's a, a very valuable um, approach, primarily because you can exploit both worlds. You can exploit the SaaS application and the potential in extending it via HCP, and I think that's a very useful metaphor. Right. So, just for those who like to track it, that's starting to happen with live customers, but I think it's fair to say early stages, but that's kind of a model for thinking about it. Right, exactly. Exactly. And I mean, we've talked about, right now we've talked about that's portfolio, okay? And I mean, you can go deep, you can go a lot deeper, there's a lot of new applications which are coming out, some which are based on HCP. Um, for example, I think there was a planning app and then there's all the consumer apps, like the NFL stuff. Um, but if you take a look and look at the architecture, I think that's also very interesting because it's a it's a different viewpoint. And there you see, of course, in terms of the technology that Hannah is everywhere. Um, and sorry, Dick, we sorry, Dick, we cut out for just a sec. You're you're referring now to the architecture. Which component, 
Oh, just the overall okay. architecture. Right. Right. Okay. right. We're talking about the architecture, and you see that basically HANM is the, the underlying layer underneath all these components. Okay, right. and that is a unifying factor. And on occasion, there's been some confusion when they refer to, for example, an application such as um, success factors running on HCP. In, in my opinion, and I think this is also the view of SAP, that basically means that it is running HANA, the HANA platform in the cloud. Okay, and that is not running on the platform as a service, but it's using HANA in the cloud. And I think that's an important distinction to make. Um, otherwise, things get all, all, all mixed up. Right. So what will be an example of that? Well, for example, the let's say the use of HANA in success factors, for example. Um, you've okay. all often heard, uh, for example, that um, success factors will be ported or will be on running on HCP. And that doesn't mean that they're going to change through everything away and put it all on the platform as a service. It basically means right. that they are using HANA in the cloud. Okay. Right. I think that's an important distinction. Right. And, and some of that gets to the messaging part in terms of that right. it does make sense, but it needs some work in terms of how it's explained, right? Right. And I mean, I think I've been in numerous discussions now um, on Twitter about this, and um, the stuff isn't, it's not easy to explain, okay, just because there are so many moving parts, okay? And, and a lot of them are called HANA. Yes, I mean, that's one, one thing that SAP has to remember. And the most important thing is that they create a method or a, they, they, they have a, a way to tell customers what's going on without really showing them everything. Just because there's, there's so much information out there. If they, if they say, we have this and this and this, I think it's going to overwhelm people. It's more or less say, this is your business requirement. This is what you need. And I think that would be a much more valuable way for them to approach it. Right. And and that gets back to the HANA Enterprise Cloud, right? Because the that's a managed cloud, which some, <laughs> including uh, some prominent executives, some other cloud companies don't consider a cloud at all, but but the point is, it is a deployment option that that some customers need who are thinking much more in terms of uh, moving their business suite to a hosted environment for various okay. practical reasons. So some of these solutions actually stem from practical customer requirements rather right. than rather than the need to create like a a pure SaaS environment all the time, right? Because SAP is right. catering to a lot of companies that are not ready for that or thinking about that yet. Right. I mean, I think the the, the HANA Enterprise Cloud, or, or HIC, was developed as a way for SAP to help its customers move to HANA. I mean, initially it was considered more of a place where they could do a very rapid uh, proof of concept. I mean, it's expanded beyond that now to, and to support other use cases. But I mean, I think that's a very important step, as you say, some customers aren't ready to go to a SaaS environment. And I think um, having SAP having the ability to say, we will help you move to the cloud, and you can have your environment. We will migrate your environment to the cloud. Of course, Ryan has test run on HANA. Um, that's an initial first step, which is useful. 
And I mean, right. we also have to remember as well that it's not just SAP which can support the HANA Enterprise Cloud. There are certified partners which can do this as well. Right, right. Though there is some danger in a product that you can pronounce as heck. Um, right. That can get, uh, but I suppose there is some satisfaction in being able to say what the heck or whatever. Um, right. But I mean, I think what's I mean, I think what what's what's important for SCP is that what they want to try and achieve, okay, is that the deployment option is irrelevant. Basically, if you have a customer, for example, and I think this is especially relevant for um, S innovations, you have a customer and you say, what is your business requirement? What is your licensing needs? And then they say, what is your deployment needs? Would you like to have it right. as a SaaS, as a managed cloud? And so that as a sort of dis a distinguishing characteristic, that is, I think, in terms of long-term goal, that will fall. And then that will no longer be as, as important. Right. So I think a good way of understanding this, if you're from the outside and a little confused, is to think of it less in terms of I want to really understand every piece of this architecture, right? And think of it think of it more in terms of SAP is dealing with large enterprises that have a range of cloud maturity levels and cloud agendas, and uh, and so they want to be able to present that range of options, and right. that that's kind of that's kind of what's happening, um, and and the platform in particular starts to hold out a different way of adding on to the software than SAP customers have done in the past. Um, and, and that's another interesting topic, but basically making customizations, however you want to think about it, less of a roadblock for future growth. So in other words, get rid of technical debt or at least minimize it by building building right. out on platforms versus uh, versus like digging deep into your own code and creating things that can't be transferred. That's a longer discussion, but the point is there's new options that are emerging, and that's part of what that's all about. Um, right. Dick, before we wrap up our short, shorter video, just a couple comments on the the you, you mentioned S innovations a couple of times, which is right. kind of a big thing, and it's tied to cloud a little bit in a sense, but it's it's sort of driven almost in my mind, by almost like a HANA-driven simplification of a business software. What, what are your thoughts on that? We kind of started with, we heard right. sim, uh, simple finance a lot in Ber Tech Ed Berlin, Decode Berlin in particular. What, what are your thoughts there? Well, I mean, I think you have to, to realize that S Innovations, it it's, it's, has a history as well. And if you've been looking at the blogs of like Hasselblad, or he, he calls it a simple or S-E-R-P or simple E-R-P, um, but but basically, it's it's re referring to a business suite um, that is simplified. Uh, basically, and there's other stuff which which is in, involved as well. But what's important here is that this new um, offering will be cloud first. Okay, which means that they're doing it for as a cloud deployment. Um, the innovations will be able to flow back into the on-premise world, but the focus is on a cloud deployment model, and that's. That's the first, and basically, what we have to remember is that this is a a product which will be not only available as a as um on the the HIC, but also in the public cloud, which means that it will be offered as a SaaS application, which is for customers who have um, less of a need for customization. That's an excellent opportunity, just in terms of the cost saving. Right. 
so this, the the S is a story to watch, but it's basically a chance to uh, uh, kind of rethink and redo the the ERP suite with with the capabilities of an in-memory database firmly in mind. Right. Um, but also ease of consumption on the cloud, um, and it also incorporates some of SAP's UI thinking, which is uh, sort of centered around Fiori and uh, UI5, but basically uh, UI simplification becomes part of that as well. Right, exactly. I mean, I think that we haven't mentioned it yet, but that, that's an important characteristic. Characteristic of S innovations is that on the back end, you will more or less simplify in terms of the data model, and then on the front end, you will have Fiori, which will simplify the, the user experience. So it's a, it's a good opportunity. Um, what we have to remember as well is that it is still running on the app stack. Right, right, right. So, and the final... Go ahead. No, sorry, you were saying? No, it's going to say that that's going to be a topic that which we will discuss in more detail in the longer segment. Yes, indeed. Uh, so the bottom line for you folks, as we wrap this up, the shorter video is that the um, the simple suite, if you will, the S innovations, it's it's still in the early stages, but the, the simple finance component is rounding into shape where there are customers. I think, did, Jake, did one customer go live? Uh, I think that there was a university from Australia that, that's going live in simple finance, I think, right. in January. Right. Already went so, live, something like that. So that gives you a sense of where we are in terms of the maturity. Okay, that's a good stopping point. Hope hope you got a little bit out of that. Hopefully you're a little less confused. Um, SAP's always like a riddle, so sometimes it gets a little, there's always one more question. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed that. Okay, thanks.